Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 421, and the coach is joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We break down the NFC West teams, and then we answer some questions from you, the podcast listeners. The coach will also give his PGA picks for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast at our Twitter and Instagram handles, at TalkGambling. All the free picks that we give you, they're at the website, www.jeffreybelanger.com. We have an NFL and college football page. We have Major League Baseball, Korean Baseball, Japanese Baseball page. We have NBA and college basketball page. Darth even, even has an NHL page. And, of course, Coach has his golf page. When you're there, you can buy yourself something nice using that Amazon link. It looks like my book, Code Blood Red, Buy Yourself Something Nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And if you're not making a wager, we suggest you use MyBookieAG if you're doing it online, if you don't happen to be in Vegas or in, you know, down at the Borgata in Atlantic City or anything like that. Then use www.MyBookieAG. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Let's get to the quiz with the guns. The quiz this week. This is a... This is, well, I don't think it's going to be a tough one for you. Born January 23rd, 1968. He's 52 years old currently. Running back and return specialist. 5'10", 190 pounds from Texas. Was the 13th overall pick in the 1989 draft. I'm not telling you the team. It will give it away. All right. His first two years in the league, he, he did not return a punt. He was just a kickoff returner. In 1990, he had 1,052 return yards, including two touchdowns, 101 yards. He then started returning punts more frequently than kickoffs. He ended up with 10 career punt return for touchdowns. His longest return was 92 yards for a punt. He played for Green Bay at the end of his career where he did not wear number 21. He was wore he, number 22. Was he Metcalf? It was. I was going to say him earlier. but It was Eric yeah, Metcalf. I was going to say him earlier, but I want, I was, I'm like, all right. Yeah. What, what an odd. What a, he didn't have any punt returns in 89 and 90. <laughs> and then just became like one of the best punt returners of all time. Yeah, he, was one of the, he was a Steeler killer. Oh. Steeler killer. He always reminded me of Dave Meggett without the uh, jail time. <laughs> oh, good for him. That's a that's a that was a good one. I like I liked watching him. He was also good on Tech Mobile. Also a very good Tech Mobile player. So there we go. We are doing the NFC West though, not the NS, not the uh, AFC North. The AFC North will uh be here at the end of the month. I believe uh that will epi- that episode will air it's going to be July 29th i think July 29th we'll have a, the NFC uh AFC North NFC West guns who do you want to lead off with uh, why don't we go Arizona Arizona is that your last place team it is it is also my last place team. Again, we do not talk about this beforehand. We want to go in blind. 
And uh, yeah, so uh, what do you got for Arizona? Um, so off season. Uh, so last year, just to start, I it was my they were like my my sleeper team, the team I always bet on. Uh, they were, they did they, well for you. They did. I took them a lot in the super contest. They covered a lot of those games. Um, I just liked what they were doing down there. They got a lot better as the year went on, I felt, They too. did. I believed in Murray from day one. Um, I, I like what the coaching staff did there, and uh, they brought, like, a new new style to them. And, you know, they it took a lot of you-know-whats for them to draft a quarterback number one two years in a row. You know, they still had Rosen on the roster when they took Murray. And uh, he, he you know, he appears to be on, on the verge of a breakout season. He seems like he was well worth the, the ticket. Uh, throws an accurate ball. He's got a great arm. I still look at him as being so small, but he seems to find those windows to make the throws. Uh, never mind he's mobile. I mean, I remember week one, you and I are we're watching week one, and the Lions are blowing it, blowing him out of the building, and then all of a sudden, here comes Murray. And the, remember like the, the, it looked like the Lions ran out of gas. Next yeah, they did, and it was, this guy just put up and down the field the whole yeah. fourth quarter. That game ended in a tie. Uh, he threw for over 300 yards five times. Uh, so, you know, but was inconsistent as a, as a rookie, but he, he did play well overall. So they, they gave him a legit weapon in DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I know he's not one of your favorites. I think the guy is just, you put anything in his radius and he's going to catch the ball. I think he's going to change that offense for the better. They also added a nose tackle, Jordan Phillips. And I just, they didn't lose barely anything in, you know, in, in the off season, nothing notable in my eyes, no. um, you know, that, that they lost. So with that said, um, you know, their problem, and I think the problem still exists is their offensive line. And that's the part that scares me. And that's the reason I'm not giving them a better record. Uh, they lost Marcus Gilbert, former Steeler was supposed to be their starting right tackle last year. They lost him for the season. Uh, his, he tore his ACL. So they went out this year in the third round, they drafted a tackle Josh Jones, but out of Houston, I don't think he's ready yet. He's he's athletic, but he's a project. Um, so they've got a lot of guys on the offensive line that are constantly hurt at all the positions. They got around it last year by throwing quick, quick reads, quick ball in and out of his hands really fast. I think Hopkins' presence will open up that offense. It's going to let Christian Kirk and Fitzgerald. No, none of those guys are ever going to get double teamed anymore. Um, I still think they fleece Houston to get Hopkins, only giving up a second round in David Johnson. Um, it's also going to let Kenyon Drake, who really came on strong at the end of the year, he's not going to face eight-man boxes with Hopkins out there. He ran really well, really hard. So if that offensive line can give them anything, I, I think their offense is going to put up some some good points, even though, even in a tough division. All right. I, I have them as last place in this division, but that's not really a knock because I think this is – a. Next to the NFC, AFC North, maybe the toughest division in football. I agree. It's one of the toughest. Uh, I think Kins, King, uh, Kingsbury improved as the year went on. The question is in year two, does he learn from that year in the league or does the league learn from one year of him in the league? Uh, so that, that is, that's going to be a big question that we're going to find out probably pretty early. He, I, I was listening to some uh, Arizona Cardinals stuff. And he kind of said he outthunk himself early in the year, uh, not showing stuff in preseason, and maybe that's why they got a slow start. A uh, little, little coaching uh, 
pickup they had, they got Brinson Buckner, was defensive line coach for the Raiders. And the Raiders' defensive line played very well last year. The Raiders' defense wasn't great, but that D-line play was pretty good. And he's been with the Cardinals before, and he returns. So that, that might help their defense a little bit. Uh, is Kyler Murray that second-year QB that takes the leap? Um, like Lamar Jackson? Uh, you know, he was 15th in QBR last year. That's right in the range with Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Tom Brady. So he could take a take a leap and, and be that next big thing like Mahomes in year two, like Lamar Jackson year two. Um, he also seems like a guy that's a leader. He paid for everybody to go to Texas, all his position players, uh, to work out with him. Uh, they probably all got COVID together down there. But, hey, um, Kenyon Drake, you mentioned him. You know what else is going to be big? Chase Edmonds being back because he was pretty good before he got hurt, and he always push, pushed David Johnson a little bit. Uh, their tight end position is pretty weak, but it looks like they might go the Mike Martz route of no tight end, a lot of four wide, wide receiver with Fitz, Nuke, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella. My big concern is is Murray don't have time. Uh, the weakest part of their game, like you said, the offensive line, I think he's – made that offensive line look even better than it was last year because his legs saved them a little bit. The defense needs to play better. Uh, three big free agent moves were all on the defensive side of the ball. Like you said, Jordan Phillips, Devon Kennard from Detroit, Devondre Campbell, outside linebacker from Atlanta, first-round pick Isaiah Simmons. Uh, they got a safety and a couple D linemen in the fourth round. They got Buda Baker, Chandler Jones, they have talent on that side of the ball. But if they're going to take that leap, especially in this division, it's that defense that needs to take the leap. Special teams, punting was an issue. They gave up a lot of hidden yards last year, and that's not good when you had a bad defense. I have Arizona Cardinals winning six games and not making the playoffs. What do you have? Um, so just to talk about that defense, like you said, uh, they were. I agree. That's it's offensive line and that defense. Whether that defense can step up, they were the worst in the NFL last year, defending the tight end and defending the middle of the field. Those throws down the middle of the field were open all day. So, what's your solution? You bring in Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. Um, his specialty, he can play all over the place, but he's a great cover linebacker. So he's going to have his hands full in that division with Kittle and uh, the Rams. You know, they got a pair over there. And uh, Seattle, so he that's going to be what he's primarily primarily there for. And uh, with no training camp and no experience, I think they're going to really focus on Isaiah. Your job is going to be cover tight ends and, yep. and take away the middle of the field. Um, <clears throat> I agree with you. They added Kennard and and um, the run stopper there, Campbell. Um, Campbell. So he's he's a pretty good run stopper. Kennard, seven sacks the last two two you know seasons. He'll be able to get to the to the quarterback and Chandler Chandler Jones just absolutely dominant. He's a game changer. Uh, they also missed Peterson last year, who did not play for the first six games. So that was huge because once he came back, he was the Patrick Peterson we knew, and he he changed that defense for the better. Um, like you said, Buda Baker. Stepped up last year. Jalen Thompson stepped up last year. The rookie, Byron Murphy, out of Washington, he had a rough start to his career, but a lot of rookies at corner do. He played a lot. Hopefully he got experience. So there's a chance this defense can turn it around. Um, I, You know, they open up against the Niners. That's going to be a rough one. 
at San Fran. But their next couple games are very winnable. They got Washington, Detroit again, uh, and I, yep. and then they go to Carolina. They have to make a couple East Coast. They have a tough three. They go to Carolina. The Jets in there somewhere too. Then they go at the Jets okay, the very yeah, next week, okay. and then they're at Dallas the week after so I that. If they stay out East, but I mean, they those couple there's three games in there possibly. They also have to travel to New England. Yes, and that's later in the year. Okay, so um, with that said, I have them coming in last. I have them at seven and nine. Seven and nine, yep. and I think they possibly could get a seventh win. Because there is a team out there that on their schedule, I don't want to spoil it because uh, we haven't done the uh, NFC East yet, that I think they can maybe steal a game from at home, uh, especially with how injury-prone they've been lately. So, uh, yeah, se- se- seven wins, I can't argue with that. Uh, what's the second team you want to do? Let's do two teams before we take a break. All right, so the next team I have up the ladder in, in our chain here is uh, I have the uh, L.A. Rams. And I do as well. I'll lead off with them. I have them for seven wins. And the shine might be off. McVay, is the league caught up with him, Nick? What do you think? Um, So they would have been the seventh team in the playoffs last year. Uh, They were in it down the stretch, as as different as they looked from the year before. Yeah. Um, They're a strange team. Is it the tactics of McVay or was it Super Bowl hangover this, last year? This is what I think it was. So when I when I think of this team, the reason I think it's a strange looking team, they are like a when you do like a fantasy draft, you know, a, a yeah. auction. Some people go with the the style of stars and scrubs. Yeah. yeah. That defines their team. Yes. They have a lot yes. of stars, and then they have a lot of scrubs. Yep. Um, is that a L.A. Showtime thing? Yeah. Is that McVeigh's philosophy? I don't know if it's McVeigh's philosophy, but whoever's running that team doesn't look like they, they're like they haven't had a first. They're round, like going for it. They haven't had a first round pick in five years. Yeah, the, They've the, traded all their first round picks to get Jalen Ramsey yeah. and different uh, Brandon Cooks. They're and, pushing in all into the pot right, a lot constantly, yeah. right? Which kind of is my philosophy in life, but yeah. sometimes it goes, it burns you. So Wade Phillips um, is gone. Yes, here's the key. He usually only lasts about three years at a, a yes. place anywhere. Even they also good. they also lost special teams coach John Fossil. Yep, to the Cowboys. Yep, but their special teams weren't that good last year. I think the difference in their team last year versus the year before was Gurley and the lack of a ground game. Everything I've heard, I've listened to a few, you know strictly Rams episodes of different shows. And that whole offense is keyed on establishing the run game, play action. The play action sets up the big strikes down the field for golf. They're preset. So he, like if they're pounding the ball at you, all right, golf, here's your shot. It's going to be Cooper cups going to be, you know, going deep. And he talks into his ear yes. until the buzzer goes off at 15 yes. seconds and it gets shut off. And that's how the Patriots. They didn't show anything until after the 15-second yes. mark. Once the buzzer went off, the Patriots got into their defense and Goff was unable to make but adjustments. What, you know, I'm, I'm a schmo. Right. Basketball coach. Yes. Why don't you just go fucking hurry up so the Patriots can't do that? I agree. But I don't, you know, it's the, the in the moment, right? Sometimes you get caught in the moment. So, um in enters Kevin Kevin O'Connell, and the first thing he says is, "Golf is going to know the next time he's in that situation, 
what do you see and what changes do you need to make and how do you where do you distribute the ball? So yeah, I I give McVeigh credit for knowing, like he's humble enough to say, dude, like I got hoodwinked. It's not going to happen again, though. Like, so I'm going to make changes. Um, like, I have a weakness in my system. I'm immediately going to fix it. So yeah. what's he do? They get rid of Gurley. They get rid of Brandon Cooks. They bring in Akers, uh, the running back from Florida State. Now, interesting thing about Gurley. You know what I've been hearing? It wasn't Gurley's knee that was holding him out. Him and McVeigh were not getting along. Wouldn't surprise me. They said he's playing basketball now with uh, like Cam Newton and stuff. Like they got f- videos of him playing basketball and stuff. And he's, they say his legs fine. Yeah. Who Did knows? Atlanta get a steal? We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I. Either way, if you if you're having that much issues with the head coach, yeah. something's not because they they milked him last year. They yeah. went, he didn't he didn't do anything. So well, Jared Goff is definitely the straw that stirs that drink. In 2018, 2018 was 11th in QBR. Last year was 25th. Yep. Um, he's a pure know. distributor. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to. And tell you what, he's not getting pushed by anything. Their backup is John Wolford and a couple college free agents. He's not getting pushed. Nope. It, like, there's no pressure on him. He is. Uh, I, don't, I don't really like that either. You got to be pushed a little bit. I agree. But he is a pure distributor of the basketball. He's John Stockton-ish. He's, uh, he's not going to make plays on his own. He's going to run the system. So they got Cam Akers. Yep. Daryl Henderson get a chance because he was awesome at Memphis. Absolutely, I think he's. People aren't talking about him. He he was a a playmaker. Yeah, Brandon Cook's gone. Yeah, still got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. They got Van Jefferson, second round. Uh, they they say Tyler that, Higby, average tight end. They love that Van Jefferson dude. Yeah, they're saying. I was he, watching highlights of him on he's Twitter. A Woods the other day. Cooper Cup clone, fastest time at the Senior Bowl with pads on, well, fastest wide receiver. So, the Rams' offensive line, they were 19th in run blocking last year. They're first in pass blocking. Andre Whitworth, the left tackle, returns. They convinced him to return. He was hurt a lot for last year. Right. Yep. And that's why the Giants didn't sign him uh, in 17 because he was too old coming out of Cincinnati. But, but, boy, I wish they had him at left tackle. Um, But that unit really needs to get it going for them. Yep. Uh, that, That was a key for their Super Bowl run. Defense was ninth, wasn't bad last year. Ninth in the league last year. Tenth against the pass. Tenth against the run. They got Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in football, probably. They yep. they uh, re-signed Michael Brockers. Yep. They lost Dante Fowler Jr. to the Falcons. That's probably a bigger loss than Todd Gurley going to the Falcons. Yep. And nobody talked about that one. John Fossil goes to the Cowboys. Cowboys special teams were awful. Greg Zerline, the kicker, also went to Dallas. Sneakily, though. That group wasn't that good last year. Zerline wasn't didn't have a good year kicking. Nope. Uh, so you might be that's a loss, but sneakily might not be. I got him for seven, seven wins. What else you got on the Rams? Anything that to Just, to make you think they're going to do better than that? Because uh, that schedule's tough. It is, and like I said, lots of uh, stars and scrubs. The thing is, they you know no first round picks in five years, but lots of second, third, fourth round. So. If a few of those guys step up, I think they can be a lot better. Uh, word out of L.A. is this guy, Brandon Staley, that Brandon Staley, that new offensive coordinator, they say he is like a McVay clone, but on the defensive side of the ball. Like, he says 
he comes out of these meetings and the players come out of the meetings and like they want to run through walls because of his energy and his excitement. And uh, he he builds that defense around not – listen, I love Wade Phillips, but Wade Phillips, like this is the defense. This is what it's going to be every game. Yeah. Like Ramsey's going to be on the left side. Like Aaron Donald's going to be on the note. Like I guess he does things like Belichick. Like if they're playing a team with a sick tight end, they're going to bring the Ramsey back from – college yeah he covered the best player regardless of where he played in the field yeah he's going to do the same thing for the rams this year so if they're playing the niners he's going to be on kittle if they're playing seattle he's going to be probably on locket or metcalf uh, metcalf so anyway they're going to do that they're going to move donald all over the line i guess he rushed against the most double teams in the league last year the guy is an absolute stalwart so I just they lack edge rushers, but I wonder if this guy is good enough to create a scheme wise scheme to get guys free yeah. with Donald and Ramsey. They got a lot of talent in that secondary. It's just whether these guys can step up. So I got him at eight and eight, but I think it's going to be an eight and eight that you look at and you're like, wow, like this Ram team is is on the verge of on their way back. They're, they open up pretty tough schedule. They do Dallas home at Philly at Buffalo. That's a, they do get the Giants in Washington right after that, but then three though. Yep. But then they follow that up with with uh, going to San Francisco. So tough schedule, tough start for them. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. Go to www.mybookieag. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a sign up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. They have Korean baseball league, which the coach has been betting on. They have the Japanese league on there. You know, you can even do some some futures. Although, with when it comes to NBA, it comes to baseball. I am waiting till I see what happens with this COVID and outbreaks. And you know, we live in Connecticut where we, we got our tail between our legs, and they're about to shut us all down again and regress because they're afraid of what is going on over there. So, go to www.mybookieag. Use that promo code Darth at checkout. You get a sign up bonus when you do that. All right, guns. The next two teams. These are the big boys. These are the big boys. Yep. My next one up is Seattle. Ah, okay. Well, I'll go with Seattle. All I'll right. let you go first. All right. Because I have a different view on Seattle, I bet, than you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my worry with Seattle, like uh, like with the Rams, is they retooled that offensive line on a budget. And normally that doesn't work. Um it's, you know, they have a difference maker with uh, Russell. And listen, he might be, he could be the best in the league. Uh, he's never allowed to let loose, but. See, I, I have a different view of their offensive line. Okay. So anyway, uh, because they, they added they, Shell. They lost George Fant. Yep. They got BJ Finney from Pitt. Yep. That's that's the one addition I think that's an upgrade. That's a big upgrade. Big upgrade. Uh, they got Cedric Ogba yep. from Jacksonville. Yep. He's going to start at right tackle. Yep. Their fourth-round pick from 2017, Phil Haynes. He's going to move into right guard. Okay. So They lost Fluker. They, they lose uh, Justin Britt yep. and DJ Fluker. I think that— They lost also Ayapati, Iop, the yep. big guard. Yep. But I think— Losing Britt and Fluker actually helps them, and it, it, it's not wholesale changes, but that 
offensive line was 16th in run blocking and 20th in pass blocking. If it improves, that's an, it's going to improve off of that. So they're middle of the road. It's gonna, if it can get into top third with Russell Wilson's legs, I like what they can do. There was only one quarterback sacked last year more than Russell Wilson. And where, who is that? Uh, not Daniel Jones. Just guess. Uh, Tough. I put you on the spot. No, no, no. Let me think. Let right. me think. Bad offensive line probably holds the ball too long. You uh, said it. Perfect. Uh, one of the worst offensive lines. Jeez. It, was it was it Daniel Jones Eli Manning combo? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. All right. Yep. But those are guys that try to make plays happen, yeah, that, and that's exactly. part of it too. Yes, absolutely, so. absolutely. Yep. All right. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so anyway, I'm a little more down on their offensive line. Um, they also added uh, Chance Womack, pork chop there, you know. But I think Finley, like you said, Finney, BJ Finney out of Steel, they did not want to lose him. Uh, he was a versatile guy. Stepped in for Pouncey, played center, he played guard. He put anywhere you needed him. The guy played, and he's tough as nails. Um, I do really like uh, what they have at wide receiver and Lockett and DK Metcalf. Um, they also added Olsen. God forbid he can stay healthy, the tight end from Carolina. But you know what? He's like their second tight end because Will Disley yes. is really good. Yes. He's underrated. He's like right below yep. Kelsey and all those like top Kittle. Yes. He's right there with those guys. I agree. Um, they also added just a veteran that a guy like you know Wilson will hit once a game deep is uh, Philip Dorsett. Yep, came out of New England. Um, was with the Colts. Um, I like their backs. Uh, they, I think uh, Carson fumbles a little too much for my liking, but uh, they got Rashad Penny. He's you know he he's capable as game breaker. The bottom line is this: that offense. They goes, also got fourth round pick DJ Dallas. Yes, and they you know. Penny was good when he picked his spots. He was yep. really good. Like, if he had more carries, he'd be like top five running backs in the league. But hurt all the there's there, there's right. a reason why they don't run him that much. But Carson, not bad, but he's kind of declined a little bit yeah. each year he's a, too. Just, he's a banger, a workhorse yeah. banger. But yep. you got to hold on to the ball, dude. Um, this offense goes as Wilson goes. That's the bottom line. Um, my question is this: Carroll likes to play. Old-fashioned football. Close to the vest. He's still playing like he has the Legion of Boom defense, which he doesn't, though. Yeah. Extremely conservative. Run, 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 run with Schottenheimer. Keep the game close. And then, Russell, go win me the game in the fourth quarter. And guess what? He does it nine out of ten times. I think if they were to let him loose a little, and he's talked about this publicly, uh, the coaches talked about it publicly, Maybe they open it up a little more. They said how they liked how Mahomes goes no huddle a little bit, wears out defenses so that later in the game things break loose. Um, If that were the case, I think they could be hell on wheels. I think Wilson could be MVP if they let him loose. I don't think it's going to happen. But even if they let it happen a little more, I think it could be a big change with Seattle on offense. So I I don't argue with Pete Carroll's style because – the guy's a proven winner, NFL and college. He's a Vince Young scramble and a Malcolm Butler interception yeah. from having multiple titles in both NFL and NCAA. Only three coaches have an NCAA title and an NFL title. Pete Carroll, who are the other two? I know Jimmy Johnson's one of them. Jimmy Johnson. And, oh, 
Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer, both of the Cowboys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those loaded teams. Yep. So, yeah. What, what do you think of their defense? All right. That was a problem last year and, for them. And I think it's going to be a problem again. Um, that's the reason I didn't put them ahead of the 49ers. So, second least amount of sacks last year in the league. Uh, Cl- Clowney came, and that was a huge change. He's gone. He's, he's not coming back. They would have signed him already. Maybe not. Where's he going to go? I, I think I would rather have them take Everson Griffin from Minnesota rather than Clowney. He's another one, yep. They got Bruce Irvin from Carolina. Yep. They got uh, the kid from uh, Oakland, Benson, Mayoya. Ziggy uh, Ansah was a no-show last year. That was a hor- – he did nothing. Yep. Um, he's gone. They got um, some of the best linebackers in the NFL, though. That defensive line just plays a little bit better. Well, remember, Jaron Reed, the season before – now, he, got sus- he had a six-game suspension – Season before, he had 10 sacks. Then he had a six-game suspension that year. Then he hurt his ankle. Does he come back? Is he the guy that had 10 sacks? Um, but the thing is this last year, all those guys fed because Clowney was double-teamed every single play. If you're Seattle to me, if you're Clowney to me, you're not going to get the contract you're looking for. It's a COVID season. You've got familiarity. You know what you got in Seattle. You know what you, the, co- the locker room's like. The yep. coaches are like. Carol's like. You probably like it. I just I don't know where else. He's I, I would not. Go. I would not open up the the bank no, for him but, but because give him a, like offer him something. They, decent they need for that one money year. for offensive line yes. the next two years. Correct. So. Correct. So I don't know. We'll see where he winds up. But I agree. Linebackers are good. Uh, KJ Wright. No, another year older, but he's he's legit. Bobby yeah. Wagner's legit. Shaquille Griffin. Stud. First, made his first Pro Bowl last year. Uh, they were 26 versus a run. Quandre Diggs last year, the safety, had a great year. Yep. Um, they First-round choice, Jordan Brooks. A lot of people were like, why are you drafting this guy that early? But I worry about that no offseason. Like, yeah. does he come in and able yeah. to play right away? Um, they – Stole uh, Quentin from the Redskins for a fifth rounder. Uh, yeah, but he, who knows what's going to happen with Dunbar. Yeah, he's yeah. Hurt every year. Well, you don't know if he's going to play because of the arm robbery too. Oh, yep, yep. He got you know, him and him that. and I heard yeah. that's going to get dropped. But yeah, him and DeAndre yep. Baker. Um, so yeah, I just I worry about that defense. Like, how are yeah. they going to stop the Niners running down their throat? How are they going to stop Kittle? How are they going to? Well, they can do it by playing the way Pete Carroll does. Keep. The other team's offense yep. off. They the should field. have beat them twice last year. Yeah, so. they were a yard away from doing it. Yep. So, I think their defense will be better this year, and you still got Russell Wilson, uh, Phil Dor- Phil Dorsett's there on a prove it deal. Greg Olson, they can run some more two tight end sets now, which is better for Russell Wilson. I don't even think they need to open it up. The play action game and all that stuff they do that works for them. Um. This could be three years in a row we have an NFC West team in the Super Bowl and without winning a title possibly too, but three different ones. This is my team that's going to get the number one seed Wow! in the NFC, the Seattle Seahawks. I have them for 13 wins. I, I just, I mean, I, I kind of chirped in throughout the thing. I, I said pretty much everything. Their special teams weren't good last year. They weren't in the top half of the league. That's got to improve as well. Uh, I think Brian Schottenheimer, 
I, I've said in the past he overdoes it a little bit with the run, but I think he's smart enough to let Russell Wilson. I, I, I did a little bit more of a deep dive on Brian Schottenheimer, and he's kind of varied his approach with the offenses he's had based on their ability. So I think, like you said, opening up a little bit with Russell Wilson, they could do that. And, you know, I Ken Norton, Norton Jr. back as defensive coordinator. So they got stability in the coaching staff too. I got Seattle 13 wins. I got them winning this division in the number one seed wow. in the NFC. All right. I have them at nine and seven. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. They do have – I mean, the schedule is not easy for any of these. This division is not easy either. NFC West teams. But they start off – they get – they're at Atlanta. That's a good way to start off. They get New England and Dallas home, which is nice. Then they go to Miami. Believe it or not, I think they start 3-1, and one and their loss is in Miami. And then they get Minnesota. The, the tough games they get, they get Minnesota at home. Right? They're going to get – they got to go to road at Philly, but they've won there already. They get the Giants and Jets at home, so they don't have to travel east. They have to travel to Washington. Like it's Their schedule is tough games, but the tougher ones are home. So I, I, that's why I, I like them to win the division. You had them for what, nine wins? Nine and seven. All right, so what do you got for San Fran? San Fran. My my biggest worry here is a Super Bowl hangover. That is my worry with this right. team. And I had them much lower, and I rethought it. And the way they came out of that Super Bowl, the way they're talking, I'm like, they seem more motivated and energized rather than depressed about losing the Super I, Bowl. I agree with that. Um you know, so they, they lose to Forrest Buckner in the trade for the first round, which... That was a salary cap move. Absolutely. They could not pay him and pay all these other guys they wanted to, you know, pay. And they got the, they got a cheaper version of him, Javon Kinley, with the draft pick. Absolutely. So, and so they, they already got Joey Bosa, Eric Armstead, Solomon Thomas. They, yep. they got a great They're defensive loaded. line anyway. Yep. And then they lose. Uh, Joe Staley retires. And who do they get? <laughs> Trent, Trent Williams. Probably a better tackle yeah. than Trent Williams. Yep. Um. So, and then they lose. And they had a very good offensive line last year. Yes. Uh, and they got Tom Compton from the Jets to, to move around and, yep. and fill in a role. Yep. So their offensive line will be solid. Then they lose Emmanuel Sanders. Um, that is what worries me. Me too. Because they, they replaced him with a rookie, Ayuk, out of uh, Arizona and, State. And Debo Samuel got hurt. He had surgery. Yep. He's going to be out a lot of the year. Yep. Uh, they... They had the same grade on Ayuk as they did for uh, C.D. Lamb, so they were like, "That's why they traded back up, basically with no capital to get him." Yeah, um, they got Jalen Hurd, Dante Pettis. Yep, but they they also have Kittle, who's like another wide receiver out yep. there. Um, and remember, Shanahan is going to scheme it up. He's going to get these guys open in space. They also got that kid out of Kentucky that we talked about uh that was their wide re- their quarterback that was the wide receiver that went to quarterback um yeah I know who you're talking about uh not Judd maybe Judd anyway I can't recall his name right now but they're talking about moving him around that formation as a do it all type of cre- like a Swiss army knife yeah Shanahan just find the matchup Create the, the the mismatch on the field, and then go. And remember now, Garoppolo played his first sixteen game season last year of his career. I think he's going to be a lot better this year. A they lot, win when he's out there. Absolutely, a lot more confident. He's going to know the offense better. Um, 
it just I agree. I worry about the lack of veterans at wide receiver, but you still got Mostert. You still got Coleman. They're going to pound the ball. Um, thinking Jawan Jennings. Is that the kid? The kid, I thought he was out of Kentucky. I could be wrong. The kid from Kentucky, I think, went to Oakland. All right, so I could be wrong on that one. Uh, you're, yeah, you're right. You're right. They did get a, somebody. I was listening to it today. I didn't write it down. Um, I mean, Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, if he stays, stays healthy. Yep. So Glinchian Williams, great pair. Could be the best tackles in the league, those two. So they're going to be able to to move the ball on offense. Um, so I like I like that Niner offense a lot. I think it's going to put up points. I think they'll create mismatches around the field, but I, that's the one weakness I see is the lack of a veteran wide receiver. And who knows if these guys go to camp now, now it's only going to be two preseason games. Now they're cutting everything down. Maybe somebody gets cut. Maybe they bring in a veteran like yeah. they did last year for a fifth rounder or something. And then that can change things for them. I, I'm a little concerned, not with the team with the Super Bowl hangover, but Shanahan. He's offensive coordinator, 28-3 lead on the Patriots. They they blow it. They have a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter One against – score. One more score. And they blow it. Yeah. Uh, they kept defensive coordinator Robert Sala. He didn't get a head coach job. That keeps some continuity. I'm a little concerned about Shanahan having a Super Bowl hangover, and I'm wondering if everybody said they're afraid to put the ball in Jimmy G's hands at the end of the game. Was that because they were afraid, or is that – a reaction that Shanahan had because of what happened with Matt Ryan and the Falcons, and they kept throwing, 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 not going for going for the jugular, and it cost him. And he did the reverse, yep. and it cost him by not letting Jimmy. I know he missed one throw. That one throw. That that's one throw. That but one, I mean, come on. One throws a touch. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a game changer right there. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, he's a twelfth rated QB and QBR, which sounds about right. He's like. I'm the cost of breaking and through. Like I said, played one 16-game season. Could be better this year. Excuse me, better this year. Another so, year of experience under his belt. Another year under Shanahan's system. Yep. So, they, you know, Quan Alexander at linebacker. Jimmy Ward, free safety, pretty good. De- their defense is just littered with high draft Loaded, picks. dude. Can Quan they're, stay healthy? Imagine if he stays healthy. Their whole defensive line is first-round picks. Yep, yep. Uh, special teams are, are average except for punting. They got a pretty good uh, punter. Uh, Mike uh, Winoski from um, I think he was didn't he play in Monsters Inc. Uh, <laughs> does a great job changing the field. Uh, I got the I got the Niners for twelve wins. I got them nipping right at the heels. Um, they get twelve wins, but they are the five seed. They're the they, they're the reverse of Seattle, right? Seattle got screwed last year. Had to be the wild card. This year it's the Niners' turn to get screwed. As they are the twelve-one team, but they end up as the five seed, uh, having having to go play New Orleans in the first round of the playoffs. So, how many wins you got for the, the Niners? I have the Niners as a ten and six team, 10. first place in that division. First place in that division. All right, that wraps up the NFC West. Let's uh, take a quick break. All the picks that we give on the podcast are absolutely free. They're at www.jeffreybelanger.com. There's pages that you can click on for NFL and college football. We got Major League Baseball. We got NBA and college basketball. Darth has an NHL, NHL page. We even have a golf page for you. There are, all the picks are absolutely free. When you're there, you can click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like Coach's book, Code Blood Red. 
buy yourself something nice and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show when you look at those free picks. All right, let's get to some email, some mailbag questions, some listener questions here. Uh, let's start off with the Arizona Cardinals. This is Kirk from Phoenix, Arizona. He's also a Diamondbacks fan. The second year QB leap, based on my years as a Cardinals fan, is probably Daniel Jones or Dwayne Haskins this year that makes the leap. Last decent QB we, we drafted was Jake the Snake. What do you think, Guns? I know you're a big fan of of, of the quarterback there, Murray. of uh, Kyler Murray. Yep. Uh, is he the, the quarterback that makes a second-year leap? Is he the one you're picking? He is one of the ones I'm picking to make a huge second-year leap. Um, another year in the system, totally dedicated to football, all-in type player, like you said, paying for those guys to come down to Texas to work out with them. Um, if that offensive line can do anything for them, if they can just, like you said, just be average, you add Hopkins into that mix with Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk, uh, Isabella out of mass, they are going to be tough to contend with. I, I think he makes the leap. So you got him making the leap. I do not. I think I think he's going to be good, but he's not going to make the, the surge like Mahomes, like Lamar Jackson. A real good point by this listener. The, I looked up who they drafted as quarterbacks. Josh Rosen, that didn't happen. Nope. Matt Leinart, nope. nope. Kelly Stauffer. He held out, and they had to trade him. Stony Case, Tom Tupa, Tony Saka was a second round pick. He never even made a start. I'm not. I'm not say. I'm going to disagree with Kirk from Phoenix here, because Jake the Snake was pretty good, but he wasn't really good for the Cardinals. He's really kind of good for the Broncos. Yeah. Yep. He yep. did most of his best work with the Broncos, not really the Cardinals. Yep. But I don't have him making the leap. I don't know who that second. I I don't think it's going to be him. I don't. I don't like that offensive line around him. I, I'm not sure who's going to make the leap. I I really hope it's not Dwayne Haskins, and I really don't think it's going to be Daniel Jones either. But all right, second question: the Rams. Mark from Maryland Heights, Missouri. Cards and Rams fan. Okay, St. Louis Cardinals, and obviously St. Louis formerly. The Rams, formerly of St. Louis. I understand the Rams are going for it, but what in the world are they going to do with this roster going forward to compete? All right, so I got three things they need to do to compete. Jared Goff has to play at a higher level. He is 14% of their cap space. That is a lot of cap space for a guy that was 25th or 26th in the league last year in QBR. He is signed for big money until 2024. So they need him to, that's the first thing. Second one, McVay and that staff need to teach and coach up because like you said earlier, we didn't talk before, studs and a bunch of scrubs, right? Yep. And they're going to have to coach up those, those late round draft picks, those college free agents to fill all those holes in the roster. The third thing they can do, trade expensive High-priced talent for draft picks. Where do you go for that? You could trade Aaron Donald. I'm not sure I do that because I'm not sure people have the cap room for that. And he's just a game changer. Absolutely. Robert Woods could be the next one to go. Goff has no value. Tyler Higby, probably no value. You signed him for big money. He's an average quarterback. Uh, average tight end, sorry. Maybe trade Jalen Ramsey this year, but 
at that cap number, you nobody. Up, you gave up two firsts for Ramsey. You're not you getting the lock, same thing You got to lock him in, dude. Yep. So you're not getting anything back. I don't think they have the cap space to lock him in. But those are three things that you can do going forward. What do you, what do you think? How do they compete going forward with all this? So I, no draft picks. I well, listen. So you you gave up two firsts for for Ramsey, and their plan all along is that's why you're seeing guys like Brandon Cooks get cut, Gurley get cut. You're 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 going to sign Ramsey to record breaking money as a corner. I don't and like it. I, whether you like it or not, I think he's a game changer and he might be worth it. Um, you here's how how you keep it going by the lack of first round picks, but all those other picks you got to start hitting on some of those other you picks, to. and you got to coach those guys up, and somebody's got to come out of that pack and make a difference. If not. You're going to be in cap space hell with a roster that can't compete. Yep. So, I don't think you're getting rid of Donald. Um, I don't think you're getting rid of Ramsey. Golf's there to stay. I mean, you can ask these guys to restructure and do what they got to do. But they could be in deep trouble to sign Ramsey because if that cap goes down, yep. because of COVID, yep. They, I don't know if they'll have the money to do it. I know, but who's who's going to pay Ramsey that money? He wants to be in L.A. Yeah. He likes being in L.A. So, one quick thing, I just. It it all came back to me. The guy I was talking about for the 49ers, Jalen Hurd, who was the running back for Tennessee they drafted the year before. Oh, okay. That was you. Hurd all year. Oh, okay. He was the guy that's going to be okay. the, the Swiss Army knife. So right. that I, I was I misspoke about the Kentucky running back. It was the Tennessee running back. Um, and he also played wide receiver for Baylor. That was the guy I was talking about. So well, let's talk 49ers then. Here we got email from San Francisco. The Niners have the franchise QB like Montana from the 80s to make a run for the next 10 years. What could be their downfall? Ooh, that's you, a tough question. Just compare Jimmy G to Montana. What do you yeah. think on that, Nick? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump in after you. <laughs> Jimmy G's not not Montana, but he, I, I, I'm higher on, on Jimmy G than a lot of people are. Um, I think he's going to be another quarterback that not makes a second-year jump, but I think he makes a jump this year. Um, I think they're going to put the ball in his hands a little more. I think they're almost going to be forced to now. Um, that offensive line's really good. So what could be the Niners' downfall? Whew, I'll tell you what. Uh, it could be the Super Bowl hangover. Yep. Um, I, I don't have – I mean, I'm going to – if the 49ers are not good for the next two or three years with what they have in place right now, I mean, the GM is – Pulling the strings. Yep. He's drafting great. The coach, I, I believe in them. I believe in their system. Um, I would say injuries. Um, Nick Bose has got a history of it at Ohio State. You know, he sat out the end of his uh, last year there. Yep. He didn't play in the bowl game because he was banged up. Injuries to me could be pretty much the only thing that take down the 49ers. So I, I like the 80s comparison. Jimmy G is not Montana. No. Montana was super clutch and accurate. Okay. There are similarities between Shanahan and the great offensive coach that he is, and Bill Walsh, who was also a great offensive coach. But just like Jimmy G is not Joe Montana, Shanahan is not Bill Walsh. Those Niner teams had some great defense. Fred Dean, Charles Haley. Underrated. Ronnie Law. Underrated, though, yeah. They might have the same, a very similar formula to the 80s team. Yep. The only thing I could see be the hang-up, other than injuries, which you can't predict, Kyle Shanahan could be 
this generation's Andy Reid, great coach, trouble at the end of the game situations, critical moments could where be, where it gets could, highlighted. Could be this year's Marv Levy, uh, this version, right? Of Mar- you, this you know, decade's what I'm saying? Marv like, Levy, yeah, it could be that. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right. Last email question: Seattle Seahawks, Craig from Bremerton, Bremerton, Washington. He's a Seahawks and Mariners fan. How much longer do we have to suffer watching this Brian Schottenheimer run heavy offense? Let Russ go and. And we have one of the best offenses in the NFL. I, I spoke about that earlier. I disagree. I, I, I did a deeper drive because, dive because of this email. Brian Schottenheimer is running an offense that fits the Seahawks. If they were fast-paced, quick-strike offense, that defense would be on the field way too long and would be exposed. They had the second and third most rushing attempts the past two years with Seattle, which plays to the to Russ's strengths, the play-action pass. They can fake. They can roll them out. When when uh, Schottenheimer was with the Rams, at the middle of the road, they were 20 rush attempts a game. Uh, a couple years with the Jets, they led the league in rush attempts, but that fit that team. Uh, I've been in your camp before, Craig, but I, I wasn't right. I think Brian Schottenheimer is a very good offensive coach. He's been very patient. And coach for some great coach. He's coached with Dick Vermeil, coached with his dad, coach with Pete Carroll now. He has spent a lot of time as the Jets offensive coordinator. We just saw a game on TV tonight, Nick, right? Yep. I think he could be the front runner for the Jets head coaching job if Gaze doesn't get it done this year. Any thoughts on that, Nick? I am. I agree with you with that, but I, I'm in disagreement with uh, Craig. I'm on your side, brother. I disagree with the coach here. <laughs> I think in today's NFL, slowing the game down, um, plotting football, it's different, I think, if you have a Legion of Boom, if you have a Steeler defense, if you have a Ravens explosive defense, you know, a team that can – just run you into submission and keep, but they don't. They're they're not that effective running the ball, and they're they're playing. It might be this year. They're that middle of the line's a lot better. They're, they're running the ball because Coach Carroll wants to play that style of football and knows that he's got a clutch guy in Wilson who has a chance to win the game at the end. I'm in disagreement. I think what's going to help your defense even more. Play loose and free early, no huddle, attack, wear them out, score points, put points on the board early in games. Get a lead. Get a lead. Go for it on fourth down early in games. Get a lead. Don't kick field goals when you're at the 20. Go for it. Score touchdowns. Put your defense in an advantageous uh, advantageous position, and then it helps your defense knowing that team has to throw to come back. A little confidence, yeah. Absolutely. I, I disagree. I think it's time to – I mean, you see what Kansas City does. You, I mean, you look at a Kansas City game, it's 21 nothing first quarter. That defense just pins its ears back and lets loose. I think Seattle's with that offense could do the same thing. And then uh, late in the game, you want to pound the ball and grind them in the fourth quarter when they're tired? Go for it, but – I don't know. I just think it's it's time to, to change the philosophy there in Seattle. All right. Well, we'll finish up with golf. The Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit, Michigan. This is the second time they've run this tournament. I, I was in a classic already, Nick. I don't know. <laughs> it beats me. But I, 
So last week at the Travelers, I did not pick the winner like I did the week before. I was minus one unit. I had about 18 bets out there for you, though. Don't have many for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, unfortunately. I got Patrick Reed to win it at plus 1,600. I also have him in a head-to-head matchup, minus 115 over Victor Hovland, which a lot of people are picking to win this tournament. The other uh, golfer I like is Adam Hadwin. And I'm going head-to-head matchup. I have him even money over Doc Redman, who was the amateur champion. Um, And I also have Adam Hadwin to get in the top 20 of this tournament at plus 260. He's very good off the tee, and he's better around the green than Redman is. So that's why he wins the the matchup over Redman. So those are my two picks for golfers in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the second year in existence. Uh, Patrick Reed and Adam Hadwin. You got anything else for the good of podcast, Nick? Uh, just this division is going to be super tough. Yet, um, man, I, I hope they play football this year. I, I don't know. If it's I don't know. Happen, it's not we, looking we gotta, too good. We have to go forward as if it's going to happen. And I'm just I'm hoping for the best, man. I'm hoping for the best. Me so, too. Um, that's that's all I really got to say. Hey, stay safe out there. If, Wear your damn mask. Stay away from people, man. Social distance. Do your thing. All right. That wraps it up, folks. Be sure to visit www.jeffreybillinger.com. All the free picks are there. While you're there, click on the Amazon banner. It looks like my book, Code Blood Red. I've also written two other books, Fourth and Dead and Squeeze Play. They all got a little bit of a sports theme. It's an action thriller book. You can get them from my publisher, thewordverb.com, or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. If you want to do any online wagering, I suggest go to www.mybookieag. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a sign-up bonus when you do that. And being July 1st, I want to wish everybody a happy Bobby Bonilla day. He gets his million dollars. And it was 8% interest he got on this. I tweeted out, like, if he got that money up front, he could have made more money. But he's making – he got the salary and 8% interest on all these payments as well. Like His, his agent's a genius. And as always, may the picks be with you.